Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. I get it. You want to start fresh and new for 2023. You want to make goals. You want to hit your goals. And you want to make those New Year's resolutions by the end of 2023. Today, I'm going to be talking about mental health New Year's resolutions that Jesus would approve of. And what I want you to do in this episode is I want you to really listen for what you sense Jesus wanting you to do. So this is going to be different from, um, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds, kind of a New Year's resolution. I want you to really allow the Holy Spirit to lead you into where he is saying that he wants you to go. So last episode was on the impact of lukewarm Christianity on mental health. Make sure to go check it out. It was a really good episode and really talked about how when we are lukewarm, we think that we can have one foot in the world and one foot out, and it really affects our depression, our anxiety, our relationships, our marriages, and we don't realize that we're doing it. So we might have a great heart, but we could be lukewarm. So make sure to go back and check that out. I also want to really encourage you to follow me on social media. If you're following me on Apple Podcasts, make sure to write a review and click the stars and click it where you actually write a review instead of just clicking the stars. You actually have to push write a review. Um, And if you are following me on YouTube, make sure to hit subscribe and then like and even comment on it. Um, I'm also on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. So make sure to go check it out and follow and comment and give me some feedback on what it is that you'd like to hear and even questions that you have. So let's pray. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you into this podcast episode. I pray, God, that you be with the listeners right now. I pray for your peace that surpasses all understanding to be with the listeners, that your presence will go with them, that they will get the revelation and the wisdom, that you never leave them or forsake them. I pray for their mind to be renewed by you, for there to be a greater intimacy with you, God, and that as I walk through this podcast, that your presence and your spirit will show them what they need. So I pray that you guide them in this to move them to more peace, to more joy, more love, improve relationships. We bind up all enemy influence over them right now in the name of Jesus. And God, I just pray for your anointing over me and that I say exactly what it is that you want me to say. Nothing of me because I'm just a little girl sitting at your feet and just honoring you and loving you. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 says that remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. 
Jesus, help us today find out what is it that you want us to do for our New Year's resolutions for 2023. God wants us to have new life, to become new, to be transformed. That's literally what it means to be a Christian is literally like having a new year's resolution like every day. So each day we could have like a new one. What's our resolution today? Because we when we say yes to him, we now are born again. And so we have new life and this new life is literally every day. And so our mind keeps getting renewed. Romans 12:2 says you're not to conform to the powers of this world, but you're being transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so as we're being transformed and our mind is being renewed, if we know the, the cognitive triangle is that we have thoughts, beha- feelings, and then behaviors. Thoughts, feelings, behaviors. And it just keeps going on and on. When our mind is renewed, what happens with our mental health is that our mind starts to become like Jesus. And so because we're made in his image and we're to be vessels of the Holy Spirit, we're now ambassadors of Christ. And so our mind is being renewed so that we can then think more like him, which means our feelings are going to be more in line with heaven. And we're not going to have the difficult emotions that show up when the lies are in there. Okay. So we have lots of lies that will show up. And so I have 10 things that I want to kind of give you as ideas for new year's resolutions. Now I'm not saying you need to do all of these, but what I want you to do is as I'm saying them, I want you to listen to the ones that you feel the Holy Spirit is leading you to that God is saying, I want you to make this a resolution for 2023. So that's all I want you to do is really just rest in him and listen If there's only one, just pick one and just pick that for your goal for 2023. So the first one, so I have 10, so I'm going to go through them. I'm going to say repentance is one, forgiveness is two, holiness is three, hunger is four, healing is five, fasting is six, praying is seven, unoffended is eight, community is nine, renewal is is 10. So the first one, repentance. Many of you guys know what this is. It's merely confession, going to the Lord and saying, I'm sorry. But the difference with repentance and Billy just saying, saying, I'm sorry to someone is that repentance is you are going to be transformed. And so your heart has to generally be repenting like, Oh God, please, I don't want to do this again. I'm so sorry. And there's this heart posture where you're truly sad and sorry that you made that choice. Um, in Romans 2, 4, the Lord says, the kindness of the Lord will lead us to repentance. And so as you're intimate with the Lord, his kindness will then bring you to say, hey, I don't want that to happen again, or I don't want you to do that. And it's like the Holy Spirit will kind of check your spirit to say, Let's repent about that. It's not like this negative thing. It's a beautiful thing that you're in this intimacy with the Lord. And as you do this, it takes away the lies that cause the depression, that cause anxiety, and that cause these mental health symptoms to show up for us. Um, And so, and remember the cognitive triangle, (laughs) thoughts, behaviors, or thoughts, feelings, behaviors. And so the behavior is where we would then 
repent for. If we're thinking something, technically we haven't actually done something, but the thought can then lead to a behavior. So sometimes we say, God, I take my thought captive, you know, to the obedience of Christ. And so you want to catch the thought so that we're not getting to the behavior. But many times that's what can happen. Okay. And so number two is forgiveness. Is there anybody that you know that you're really struggling to forgive? Or have you been harboring a lot of bitterness? Have you been really angry in 2022? Maybe 2023 is where you're going to really focus on forgiving. Um, And this doesn't need to be just people. This could be the government. This could be a business. It could be society, the world. Because if you have bitterness or anger towards anything too, it's still something that's in your heart. Um, because of the a lot of the things that are going on in the world right now, we can get really angry with what's happening. But if we stay in that bitterness, we're not going to be able to walk in the authority and the power that God designs us to. Okay, so maybe that could be something that needs to be a focus for you for 2023. Number three is holiness. If we know that in heaven right now, there are angels saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. And that's all they're doing is just saying, holy, holy. Many of us have forgotten the power of holiness. And as you spend more time and are intimate with the Lord, he'll really show you how much he needs holiness and how much he values holiness. And so if this is something that you've struggled with, there's been an addiction um, that you have identified as kind of a stronghold over your life or something that your family struggles with, this might be something that you need to focus on and just say, okay, God, help me to be holy. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe you, maybe there's something that, you know, things that come out of your mouth that you're like, why did I say that? I don't want to say that. And so you really want to focus on holiness. Um, And so I just encourage you to dive into the word of God and find Bible verses and read them over yourself for holiness, but even finding out what behaviors do you need to shift and change um, and even ask a friend about it as well. Number four is hunger. Um, This is probably my favorite one because To me, hunger is what stirs all the other things. So it's like that hunger for God, the hunger for more, um, wanting, you know, more of him instead of having that kind of just, I don't want to say boredom, boredom's not the right word, but um, apathy. Um, Over COVID, there's many people where this happened, where there was this kind of like kind of a, a depression that showed up, but languishing is the word that I've used in other podcasts, which is you're just... You're not flourishing, um, but you're just kind of slowly dying. Um, And I've heard that there's employees currently that have this kind of, they're quitting. It's called a slow quitting where they're just quitting, but they're not actually quitting. And they basically just don't care about their job, but they're there and aren't really trying. And I feel like this to me, where this is just an example of something where there's just a lack of hunger. There's a lack of excitement and fire and passion and we need to be passionate people and so with this one I'd say to really ask God for vision Um, do a vision board if you're really struggling with that kind of what is it that you want God what do you want for me and just dream with God make up things that even feel like so far off who cares just you know do it with you and God There's no shame in that and nobody knows that you're doing it. So just dream and kind of allow yourself to just stir up that hunger for what God wants you to do and more of him. Number five is healing. 
if you have had significant trauma or issues currently or um, previous that has not been resolved, I want to encourage you to focus on getting counseling or inner healing and really make a commitment to make it be something that works for you. So don't just do one or two sessions. Really commit and say, okay, for six months to 12 months, the whole year, I'm going to make this a focus and I'm really going to go after this and I'm not going to stop until there's transformation. Sometimes we can go to a counselor, we can go to some inner healing appointments and we go because it like feels good. Oh, great. Okay. They said I'm good. I'm all right. And we move on, but there's still things that we're struggling with. There's still kind of this lack of motivation or lack of fire that I was talking about. Uh, maybe there's still a little bit of hopelessness that's there, but you're not so depressed to where you're, you know, you're getting out of bed now and go deeper, go more. God wants us to be disciples. He wants us to walk in our purpose. And so don't just stop because you feel a little bit better and you're not so depressed, but go until you're dreaming again and you're excited again. Okay. But make a commitment to do that because Jesus is our healer. Number six is fasting. So I put this one in here. Um, I think for some of you, you're thinking, I can't do that. Um, but what fasting is, is it's merely a tool for you to increase your strength and your connection to the Lord. So if there is something that you're struggling with, it can help you to get closer to him if this is the tool that it's going to use. So sometimes it's food, sometimes it could be TV, sometimes it could be your phone, sometimes it could be um, a vice that you like, like maybe it's coffee or um, alcohol, whatever it is, it's something that you just say, I'm going to fast from this. You know, you could even do it for like a month. Like fasting is not something that you have to do for all of 2023. It's kind of a practice. Um, you can even fast like for a morning, you know, two mornings a week or something like that. Um, and, you know, maybe don't eat till 12. And during that time, really press in to verses about fasting, you know, taste and see the Lord is good. And so as you're doing it, just say, God, I ask for more of you and less of me and really just press in for more of him. And th so that your flesh just kind of starts to decrease. And so what I've learned when I have fasted, is I, this sounds kind of bad, but I like don't get crabby and I'm able to, it's like the strength in me that's grown um, so that my soul doesn't have power over me. It's like all of a sudden my spirit while I is able to take over, it's like, I can do this. I can move on. I can keep going. It's kind of like if you were expecting dinner at six and it's not ready and now it's like eight o'clock and you're, you're hungry, being able to have a good attitude during that time and just be positive, be thankful. That is what fasting can do. It can really help you to have a good attitude and kind of not get cranky. And that can really impact many other things in your life, but it's bringing in that intimacy with the Lord. Um, number seven is praying. Again, this whole list is for things that you know the Lord wants you to go deeper in. And so if this one is for you, um, let's say maybe you've struggled with praying or you maybe don't think praying works or you start to pray and you feel like um, you get bored or you're, maybe you're just not sure how to pray, this would be the one for you. Praying is one of the things that I have learned. It is so powerful. And if nobody's praying, nothing happens. 
okay? The other day I was returning something and as I went in, I just said, God, I pray that the lines are short and then this goes quickly. And I didn't have to pray about it, but I did. And it brought me to feel closer to God. So as I'm there, I know that he's there with me and he's watching over me. And it's a little thing, but it's between him and I. And the one store was about 15 minutes. The next store, it took five minutes to get through. So I was so thankful. And even if it wasn't, I still was intimate with him. Like, let's say it did take a half an hour and it did take a long time. I still would have said thank you because this is the heart posture. We're not praying to get something. We're praying to get him. And I think oftentimes we have praying wrong, which is why we don't pray. And then we get discouraged because we prayed for something. It didn't happen. And so then God didn't show up. No, it's not that God didn't show up. It's that we're not, we've got to be thankful to him and connect with him no matter what. And a lot of times praying, actually most of the time praying is listening we're talking too much and we need to slow down and say, God, what is it that you want? What's on your heart today? And as you keep praying, you can improve on hearing his voice and pray his will instead of requesting what it is that you want. Number eight is be unoffended. This is a good one. I read um, Brent Hansen's book, Unoffended, Unoffendable. So awesome really just changed my life. It was a really, really important book. Um, And basically, I kind of learned we don't have a right to be offended about anything. And that's offendable. (laughs) That is very offensive. Like a lot of people hear that be like, what? I mean, the gospel's offensive. And so being unoffended is really just living like Jesus. Um, I'd encourage you to watch the Chosen series, really to just watch how Jesus lives unoffended and how he just loves. Um, He has healthy boundaries, so people don't walk all over him. I think that's oftentimes what happens with people who are like, well, how can I do that? People are going to walk all over me. No, no, you can can have healthy boundaries. Um, Number nine is community. This is if you've struggled to connect with other people, if you were really kind of desiring a Bible study, um, struggling with isolation, this would be a good one for you to really focus on, okay, I'm going to find a group. I'm going to find some people. I'm going to find some friends so that I can really connect with about our faith and really increase in your hunger and maybe even breaking down some things where you're struggling with that needs healing. And you can pray for each other and dive in deeper and not be afraid to open up and be vulnerable. Number 10 is renewal. Um, this really is kind of being a Christian, is that our, we're continuing to be renewed. We're continuing to be transformed every single day. Um, but the biggest thing I would say that needs to happen with this is reading the Word of God. Earlier, I talked about the cognitive triangle where we have thoughts, feelings, behaviors, thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and it just keeps going on and on and on throughout the day. If we're not being renewed by the word of God, there's no new thoughts that can get in there. And then the spirit can't be speaking to us with what he wants to speak to us. Um, The other day, I had a dream that really was bothersome dream. I I woke up very disturbed. I actually woke myself up yelling. And as I just leaned in and I asked God, you know, just what did that mean? What is it they're trying to show me? And I like, I felt in my spirit, him saying, I'm going to flip this and I'm going to use this for good. And then the next very quickly, so this happened very quickly. And then I sensed the verse 
if who, if any, if, if I am for you, who can be against you? I mean, if I hadn't been like in the word, I wouldn't even know that that verse was a verse that I, that he would speak to me. And sometimes he can do that where he'll speak, speak something that he's never said. And you're like, where is that? And you go find, you're like, oh my gosh, that was from the Bible. Cause God will do that too. Um, so it was super encouraging. And I was like, I know that this is God. And I was so encouraged. And my, I mean, it really just made me feel so refreshed and so encouraged by a dream that was a bad dream. Okay. So he can literally shift something. And I wasn't even afraid. I like moved on. And I was like, yeah, who can be against me if you're for me, God? You know, I just like shifted in my, my energy and my, my level of joy for the day. So whatever it is that you pick, it's going to be the right choice. There is no guilt or shame in this. The Lord's going to guide you. And so we thank you, Lord, that you are showing us what our New Year's resolutions are. We thank you that you're going to show us that we can hit them. We thank you, God, that you're getting rid of dead branches. You're renewing our mind. You're renewing our thinking. We are sorry, God, that we've hung on to lies and things that are not from you. Teach us your ways, God. Unlock and break off anything from us that's not of you right now, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for exposing any roots of lies and things that have tried to get buried in our mind and heal us, Lord. Yes, thank you, Holy Spirit, that we're being transformed by the renewing of our minds because of you, Holy Spirit. No matter our circumstances, Jesus, you are on the throne. There is victory in your name because of the blood that you shed for us. We thank you for giving the truth and the passions that you gave us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, as you help the listeners to choose and find the New Year's resolution for 2023 and that they will hit them. And I'm just going to end with speaking over you. You are loved. You can make right decisions. You are smart. You are brilliant. Your body is perfectly made in the image of God. You are healthy and in shape. You are beautiful. People like you. You have good friends and family who love you. You have enough. You are successful. You are patient, fun, and a loving parent. You are an encouraging and loving spouse. You are on fire for God. You are organized and self-disciplined. You are courageous and bold and strong. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And most importantly, most simply, you are an amazing child. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.